Podcast with Ben Davis Jr. and co-host Seth Coleman. Brought to you by Rowdy Smokehouse and recorded at the Back Row Studio. Roadside Rest by JD and the Firehawks. 
JD and the Firehawks. That's a good band name. It is. There's actually uh, a, a history behind that. We'll we'll ask Jake to tell us about it a little Ooh, bit. Ooh, maybe he will give us the secret. That was Roadside Rest by our friends and brothers and former roommate on my half, uh, Jake Dunn and the Blackbirds. Oh, Jake Dunn. I actually was roommates with two members of that band. You were? Yeah. It's it's a unique situation. I guess we should introduce ourselves. I am the Dirt Poor Troubadour Ben Davis Jr. And I am the whimsical Seth Comer. Oh, I like whimsical. that. Whimsical. I like that a lot. You know, I've been playing some like really fantasy-driven stuff recently, like games and stuff, so I'm uh, feeling pretty whimsical. Well, that's good. I've been playing Skyrim. That's I've, fantasy. I know, and and but I've been feeling rather vampiric. Ooh. I turned myself. Well, I didn't turn myself. This dude that is with this chick that I'm hanging out with. Uh, In the a, game. Yeah, it's her okay. dad. I rescued her for from a tomb, and then we went and to go see her dad, and then her dad turned me into a vampire, and then like the traditional way. Yeah, he bit me on the neck. Yeah, and uh, then. We were tracking down these Elder Scrolls, and I think I have to kill him because he's a bad guy. Ooh. Yeah, so I don't know, but I, from what I'm gathering, I'm going to have to kill this dude, or I'm going to have to be a bad guy and join up with him. Hmm. Yeah. Make two save files. I had nightmares that I was traveling around, and people knew that I was a vampire and wanted to kill me all the time. Because that's the thing. Once you get turned on t- into a vampire on there, your eyes turn colors, and then everybody just knows that you're a vampire. And then they try to kill you. I mean, if I saw a real vampire, I don't know what I'd do. I wouldn't kill them. I'd, I'd probably ask some questions. Well, if he's just walking down the road, and it's like, oh, my God, that's a vampire. I'm not going to immediately go up and start killing him. But if he's, like, running at me, like, wanting my sweet neck blood. In, in your vision there, is it daytime or nighttime? Well, it was daytime. Well, you'd be all right in the daytime. I w- I'm still afraid. But... It's not like I don't like getting bitten every once in a while. There you go. You went there. Well, I mean, like, I I go to people's houses. There's dogs. I get bit sometimes. Oh, okay. Keeps, it makes me feel like I'm alive. Well, I need to take a moment here uh, to recognize some folks, okay? Yeah. Uh, Lyle Moon. Hey, hey. Erica Riley. There Jason Swiger. Jason. Allison Don Carlisle. Wow. Philip Hunter-Reed. Yes. Scott Collier. Oh, yeah. Frankie Thacker. Wow. Pepper Pooper Potts. Oh, I know. That's Troy Young. Uh, that's we, old Troy. We know it's Troy. Detroit. Aaron Edwards. Aaron. Shantae Thacker. Hey, Shantae. Carlin Haggerty. Carlin, get out of here. Katie Meadows. Oh. Travis Lee Drenner. Wow. Nick Ingles. Good job. Spencer Howard. That's a good one. Jill Irvin. Hey. Bobby Wheeler. Bob. Rachel Patterson. That's a good one, too. Madeline Dunn, wife of Jake Dunn. Oh, my gosh. Pearl Fraley. That is my mom. Lakin Reister. Hey. Rebecca Harrison. How you doing? Joe Maddie. What's up, dude? Mackenzie Green. Hey. Brandon Manring. I love you. Nick Kincaid. Hey. Kent Jolly. What? John Evans. No way. Lynn Alden. Hmm. Brad Wills. Are we, what are, who are Jessica, these people? I will tell you who they oh, are. Oh, oh. Jessica Dalrymple. Oh, these are all the fans of sour cream. Kelsey Ziner. I could, I could smell it. Amy Hanmorrow, Brad McNally, Joseph Crabtree. Oh my. Adam Wood. Oh, I Cody love Williams. Him. Oh, I love him too. McLean Entwistle James. So these people are, few, you know, for the time being and probably for middle of the future, recognized as 
people I will not invite to any of my parties. Oh. And also people who aren't getting a, cre- a Christmas card this year. Why, why, why is it? Was because. It, is it the sour cream? Yeah. Those are all the people that opposed the sour cream haters on the poll. You say that they're the evil ones, but they were the heart. We were showing love. You were showing hate. Well, I, I don't know. And I, you're calling us the bad guys. All we're doing is enjoying a delicious treat, and you're trying to take it away from all of us. A nice man named Greg Michael put on Facebook that if you're on the wrong side of the argument with Ben Davis Jr., you're on the wrong side. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know who that is, and I don't know if that's a real quote. That, it's a real quote, and it's from Dustin Nash's uncle, and Dustin Nash plays in Jake Dunn and the Blackbirds. I, I tied it all together. I know him. I tied it all together. Yeah, but it came full circle. Yeah, full circle. Well, I'm not going to discredit his opinion because, you know, <laughs> unlike you, I could, I could see that other people have opinions and thoughts, but I will say I love sour cream. And, you know, I was going to try I was going to try to, like, really mend this, so I, I hope you're not mad, but I actually – brought a tub of sour cream with me today. Oh my god, dude, don't even open it in here. There it is. Come on, man. Come on. Can I open it? This is disgusting, man. Oh, I'm opening it. Yeah, no way. Oh, I like to take the plastic off. Chair. Turning back around. Yeah. Get turned back around here. Nope. Turn back dude, it's just sour cream. I I will not look at it. No. We smell it. No, absolutely not. I'll give you twenty bucks if you try it. No, thank you. Please. No thank you. You know what? If you want to enjoy your sour cream and you want to you know put me through this at least take me over to rowdy smokehouse so i can have me a big old tater and and out with some brisket on there and i'm not going to complain about your eating sour cream because i'll be minding my own business okay well i'll uh, get one of those taters too and i will eat a bite of tater and a bite of sour cream at the same time they don't talk about sour cream in the jingle but here it is anyways <laughs> Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse, gotta have that barbecue. Gonna get me a big old tater and a coal fire ribeye too. The hickory chicken dinner sure to be a winner if you wanna feed your family too. Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse, gotta have that barbecue. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for some rowdies, honestly. I am hungry. I really I didn't get to go last week. I, I'm really bummed about it. Well. I say that. I didn't get to go with my buddy Ben Irvin. Instead, I had to go during the day. And you know what? I went in there, I ate some food, and I tried to give them my money, and they wouldn't take it. What? I know. Because they support this podcast. And that's why we do this jingle. Yeah. They are wonderful folks over at Rowdy's. Please go over there and get you a little little sweet tea or a Eat beer. Eat you some chicken. Get some, yeah, Seth always is raving about the chicken. Get uh, the chicken. The pork's good. The, the brisket's hickory good. Chicken dinner. Yes, that that hickory chicken dinner. I'm not sure that they're still doing that, but it's in the jingle. Uh, it's false advertising. Yeah, maybe we should update it. I like think every week, just <laughs> sing the entire menu. It's it's like a limited thing, I think, over there. Well, I tell you what, they they probably do chicken year round. Yeah, yeah, they they have chicken. It's just not the whole chicken dinner. Okay, so but you could get enough chicken to make a dinner. Yeah, I mean, so I guess it's not false advertising on our part. Hopefully, we're not misrepresenting the brand. Yeah, Rowdies, we just love you. We do. I mean, I prefer that spot to most spots in the spots that I like to be. You know, I'm um, I'm the ambassador on yeah, behalf. Yeah, the, that's why they pay you the big bucks. That's that's right. That's I I have a very high salary here at Dirt Poor Podcast. Uh, 
dirt poor industries, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, I drive a, a G6, like that song by Far East Movement. Sing it. I don't know. Something like, got me feeling so fly like a G6. Something, something, scissor. Good old Christopher Coleman. He said that that's the only song he knows of that says scissor, but I think there's a bunch. Sipping on some scissor. Sip, sip, sipping on some scissor. That's one. It doesn't really go like that, but there's another one. It's uh, Kanye West, uh, Through the Wire. I drink a boost for breakfast and in show for dessert. Somebody order pancakes. I just sip the scissor. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got that, man. There are there are multiple scissor ref. Uh, well, our guest today is Mr. Jake Dunn of Jake Dunn and the Blackbirds, originally from Pomeroy, Ohio. Lead singer and primary songwriter Jake Dunn writes with a familiar Midwestern heart, singing about life, love, and loss. I met Jake. Back in probably 2014, Dustin Nash and I were sharing an apartment in Pomeroy, and one day he invited Jake over, and we met and started talking about music pretty pretty quickly. Basically, he got a banjo, we started playing a bunch of Avett Brothers songs, and uh, found out that we could sing pretty well together. He's, he's a great harmonizer, he's got a great lead vocal um, he's just a talented musician all around. We did some little gigs at the Court Street Grill, and then uh, I formed my band, the Dirt Poor Troubadours, with Dustin Nash and Nate Sisson. We needed a bass player, so we asked Jake, and he did that. And then when the Dirt Poor Troubadours wasn't a thing anymore, Dustin and Jake gathered or joined up with some other guys and formed Jake Dunn and the Blackbirds, and they've been tearing it up. I mean, they've played more than most of the regional bands that i can think of off the top of my head they they stayed busy all the time yeah, traveled all the time um so it's gonna be really interesting to see what it feels like for him now that he's been home all this time I'm, I'm sure he's restless and just ready to get rolling but yeah i mean i'm sure there's gonna be lots to talk about he's, yeah, he's a very gifted musician very gifted artist and graphic designer he's a teacher i mean he's he's just he's a renaissance cool. man he, yeah there you go he's a renaissance man the Renaissance Festival out here is canceled. Yes, unfortunately. I know. I was really wanting to go this year. Um, Me too, actually. In the Skyrim vein, I, I just was thinking about it. But I was told the other day that it was canceled. And yeah. I it's, it's unfortunate. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just size. I do don't you, have anything to say do about Do you remember it. Uh, the wrestler Kamala? Yeah, he died. Yeah, he died of COVID. What? Yeah, he found out he had COVID on Wednesday, last Wednesday, and died on Sunday. He Damn. he was going in daily for dialysis and more than likely, you know, contracted the virus there. But that dude has had a rough way to go for years. I mean, he lost his legs. I mean, it's like he got COVID and died. Yeah. Like, he was on dialysis. I mean, it was, you know. He was pretty miserable he, anyways. He was, yeah. And I'm not saying, like. Oh, he should have died. I'm I'm saying No, no, yeah. His he's not suffering and he's not dealing with that burden uh anymore. But he was one of the most agile big men in, in WWF history. Um worked with all the top names and never really made a buck. I mean mm-hmm. he all the other guys were raking in money and he was one of the very first crowdfunded uh hospital bill things they, he had to have surgery and they, they raised a lot of money on kickstarter or gofundme one of those things That's to raise awesome. money for him yeah yeah so 
uh, you know, just just wanted to touch base there, talk about old Kamala because he certainly uh, left uh, made an impact in the ring and also in a lot of our hearts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, you're talking about nimble big man, and uh, I want to say Jack Black is probably the most nimble big man I I've ever seen. Jack Black, really, dude? Have you seen him? Like he, he's nimble. He's he's pretty wild, man. I love him. I like him a I'm, lot. I know a lot of people that don't like him, and I'm like, but there was that thing about him dating his sister, Megan Black, when they had that band of Black Stripes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, just it, weird. And it was like they weren't married; they were just doing it. They're yeah. brother and sister, dude. Yeah, it was so weird. But then you got old Jack White in School of Rock. Out here talking about Yeah, yeah Okay Yeah I got you Well, we're gonna get old Jake on the phone <laughs> Alright, here we are with Jake Dunn How's it going, Jake? Hello Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, not much Can you hear us? I can, yeah It's so, it's so nice You guys are coming through so loud and clear it's, it's so great Doesn't sound like mud at all, right? No, not at all Not in the Oh play. my god yeah. Thank you I had a buddy, Richie That, uh he told me one time that he wanted to name his pizza restaurant Three Inches of Mud. And I just, <laughs> I don't understand where that came from. It's a horrible name for a pizza restaurant. That's a horrible name for anything. <laughs> Except like, for a mud store. A mud store. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake, what's been going on, man? Uh, you know, uh, it was about... Not a whole lot, uh, you know, about six months of me, you know, just sitting around in my living room like a lot of folks. Uh, but actually this past week I uh, went to the mountains with my with my wife and my folks and my sister. Uh, we stayed in a cabin for about a week and it was it was great. It was like definitely the so far the best, without a doubt, the best week I've had of, of this year. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's go ahead. It was definitely, uh, it was definitely something that that I needed for sure. <laughs> yeah, you get hold up. I I know how you get. And I, we were actually talking about it a little bit before we got on here with you that, uh, you know, you you and the Blackbirds are basically, as far as I'm concerned, the busiest band in the region, um, and always have been. And it kind of you have to be restless. Yeah, you know, it's funny because we hadn't really, I guess, thought of ourselves as being as busy as, as what we had been for so long up until the point where, you know, right right when the pandemic happened and the lockdown started, uh, we were kind of just, it, it kind of went like not, not noticed at first. I think for, for us, we were just like, wow, this is kind of almost like a, like a, like we didn't realize how much we wanted a breather i think yeah and and we we um you know we, we've been you know chatting and, and communicating and but you know we hadn't seen each other for you know a long time you know for obvious reasons and we did actually meet up for the first time uh in you know like five five or so months all of us together um that was i think like a couple weekends ago and we just talked <laughs> for for a good uh for good, for probably a good two hours or so, we just kind of talked and caught up, and and a lot of what we talked about was actually how it, it's been. I, I won't say it's been nice because I, I don't want to say that anything about this whole experience has been necessarily nice, but uh, as far as that one aspect is concerned, just having to have an excuse to uh, you know not play every single weekend consistently for you know months and months on end. Yeah, um, that, that that part's been kind of it's kind of 
you know, okay. It's like we, we were able to take a break without having to, I guess, lose any of the other ground that we were trying to cover. Uh, so, but it has been, it has been like just unusual. I mean, uh, it's, it's up to this past, I, I'd say two or three weeks, definitely once we got together and talked, this immediately uh, immediate feeling set in where I was like, oh my goodness, I needed that a whole lot for one, and I'm going to need a whole lot more. It was yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, this is this is definitely got to be I, I, like you know the serotonin in my brain is like a drug drug esque feeling. Oh yeah, you know, getting my getting that fix in. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love that serotonin. That's yeah, what <laughs> people don't understand. Um, I mean, they, they might not understand what you're what you're saying, but I mean, to put it in perspective, you play every weekend uh, for months and months yeah. and months. There's no Friday or Saturday that you get off with your spouse or with your friends, and, right. and those are the days that your friends and your spouse want to do stuff. And then you work a job on top of that, and you're just constantly running, and there's really no time for anything. Um, so when you're forced to take a breather, it's it's probably a, a really good thing yeah you know because it, it doesn't it doesn't like feel uh not necessarily i mean sometimes it feels and you and i'm sure you can attest to this but sometimes it feels like work you yeah. know those friday and saturday <clears throat> i mean obviously there are times you know when you when you really do put it into the perspective like you just did where it, it, you're considering the amount of time that it takes up like, man was all that you know necessarily worth it but when you're in there in the moment doing it you're like hell yeah it's worth it because this is what i live for <laughs> you know I'm, absolutely you know once once you punch in on monday you're just counting down the hours to clock out on friday i mean just like everybody else but you know once you get off on friday you get to go you know actually step into the you know the the clothes that you want to wear and be the you know the person you want to be uh you know for those couple of days that you're able to do so so no matter how far you got to drive or whatever you got to put yourself through i think that makes it makes it worth it but it yeah is. then once you do have those you know couple of weeks or months what have you to step back and look at it you're like wow you know this is like this is what it feels like to just be like a regular person who doesn't spend every weekend of their life in a bar <laughs> somewhere doing this <laughs> yeah i mean there's there's really no feeling like you get when you play a show it's it's the it, it's the combination of being with uh i mean kind of like playing sports you got your team there with you and then yeah uh you not not only do you have that aspect but you have the crowd feeding you the most energy oh, that yeah. you could ever feel whether it's a crowd full of raging people or if it's just a few people in a small location and they're sitting there and they don't really even pay attention sometimes you can watch their their foot tap and that feels just as good as anything and it even that Absolutely. feeling is better than sitting at home doing nothing on a friday night yeah of course i i, I would say for for us in particular, you know, just people who have that, you know, that want to, uh, to, you know, put, put their self out there in that performing aspect. I mean, it's like, you know, not just for us as musicians either. I mean, we, we know so many different creative people who put themselves out there with what they do. And, and there's nothing like that feeling of, for one, like just putting your kind of like bearing your, your, your soul or what have you with what you're doing. That's a great feeling in and of itself. But then, yeah, like being able to share that with other people is is just a, a whole other level of enjoyment, and and that's you know I I guess one one thing that hasn't stopped is you know we can still you know share you know stuff we create with people. That's that's the one positive benefit of, of having the internet and, and the world that we live in right now. So we don't get to lose that completely, but it's that in that that definite like yeah that just experiencing like what you just said just that that one person who you who you see tapping their foot who's like oh that 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 person is actually 
listening to some extent. So it's like it justifies really nice all of your effort. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a really nice feeling. It does. Yeah, it's so silly because you would think that like you know the a, a good good payout financially would be what you were looking for, and, and and it is to an extent, but like comparably to the feeling of of that just tiny moment like you just described, no, it's, that's what it's more worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that experience for sure, and that is what I. I Again, missing the most. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you've, uh, you know, it sounds like you've done well for yourself uh, mentally and and all of that during mm-hmm. the the break. So that's that's a really good thing, and hopefully we've all got it in us to stick to it until till it's time to get back out there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been kind of like a, a an up and down thing, I guess, uh, mentally with it, not not drastically up and down, but I mean, there are definitely, of course, been moments that have just been, uh, you know, uh, I won't say excruciating, but, but just, you know, frustrating, I guess, at, at so many different things. I'm certain, you know, exactly the, the types of things I'm describing. It's, it's, it's interesting, I guess, when on a normal circumstance, we can view the world and actually like go out on, on weekends and do what we do and and kind of be with, you know, people who, uh, you know, be with our peers and discuss the things going on in the world. And now we're kind of, you know, just forced to remain in our shells and talk about things that way. That that has been uh, a big frustration, just the lack of communication with people I've been wanting to talk to just about so many different things. Yeah. But as far as like being forced to pause on uh, the the like outward aspects of, of myself and, and just be literally forced to spend hours and hours with just myself and whatever I <laughs> whatever I want to do, uh, you know, you know, that that's been incredibly enlightening. And, and, I, and I won't lie, guys, like I've been I, I, I don't want to say I, I haven't this, this pandemic has not it's affected me in, in in different ways uh you know just like like you know everybody i'm uh but but i you know i so i'm a school teacher now you guys know yeah so <clears throat> excuse me so as far as like you know uh, financially for me you know we get we you know we teachers we get paid throughout the year uh you know no, no matter what teachers can uh you, you can elect to get paid uh just for the months that you work uh i, I didn't know this i so i i I, I don't know if you guys knew this or not. Uh, um, yeah, teachers. So, so we we technically only get paid for the months that I, that we're in school. I could be wrong on this, but this is how it was explained to me. And in order to get paid uh, throughout the whole year, they stretch that salary for the months that you're off yeah. uh, through the summer. So you can choose to uh, get more pay, you know, weekly in your checks, but just not get paid through the summer. So, uh, so you know, obviously, I, I you know, I want to get paid through the summer anyhow. So, yeah, I just, yeah. you know. Just, goes to do it that way so you know when the when the lockdown started and we quit going to school it was basically just like summer break started you know in march so so i haven't like you know it's not like i've been so fortunate in that aspect it's not like i you know i've had so many friends who you know who don't have the the luxury of having a stable day job you know especially a lot of the musician friends we know who you know that's like a big big source of their income yeah that just stopped I actually yeah, went that, through that. I mean, I I was yeah, Ben for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing pretty well um, with my music. I was making the most money yeah. that I've ever made to play by myself with an acoustic guitar, and yeah, You're I had all it, these dude. plans to get things caught up and taken care of, and then the virus happened and it stopped that. And then I was like, I had just put all of my stock in playing music for my main source of income. So it was like it was a it was a very very 
It was a low critical blow. blow. It was a critical hit in the Pokemon world. What? Oh yeah, you crit. <laughs> you rolled a crit. That's D and D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I I uh, I played D and D. Finally, I uh, me and uh, my friend Garrett and, and Jesse Rivers. Um, uh, uh, ben, you know Jesse. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we met up at Maple Lawn and, and we played D and D. It was the first session I ever played. Always wanted to. Uh, what, what character did you use? Um, man, you know what? It's been like, it, it, this is probably a good month and a half uh, ago, or it could have been, you know, like two days ago. Time is so weird right now. It's hard to tell how long <laughs> yeah. it was. Uh, but, um, yeah, I can't, I can't exactly remember. I, I didn't, I, I have my, uh, my character, my character sheets in, in my uh, front room. I'd have to go <laughs> grab it and, and, and check it out. But it was fun. It was so fun. I definitely want to get more into that i think i could think i could lose myself into some D. Like, um, like eminem anyway. just lose yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah precisely well before um, we uh but, get well go ahead you you were you had a thought no no i was just i, I was just gonna to, to finish what i was saying uh you know earlier uh you know because of the fact that like my, my paychecks haven't stopped like that it's, it's been it's been kind of like like i said summer break has just extended yeah so not only has you know, summer extended for me. Um, you know, it's like, I also like, you know, I, I, I had plans for the summer to, you know, do, do a little bit of traveling and just like everybody, you know, it's a common thing. Everything just stopped, like I said. And it was like, so, so not only am I still getting my regular paychecks and everything like that as normal, but now I just can't go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, I've just, you know, I've been, yeah, I mean, I've just been at my house and dude, my house is as clean as it has ever been. Oh, I feel uh, you, bro. And, feel you. Yeah. Dude, and, and, you know, my yard is always mowed and it's just, you know, I'm, you know, we flowers are growing because I can, I'm remembering to walk, you know, I read every day. You know, that's, that's the thing I had to, I had to get myself into this routine where I was like, no, now I have all this time to, to actually do some things that I that I want to do and I you know I did I wanted to keep some plants I wanted to start reading more I wanted to start working out and uh you know actually like you know sitting down and actually like practicing guitar not just trying to always write something but actually like get a little bit better at it you know and and you know just at one point I was like rather than just take advantage of all this time to do nothing I could do a little bit of character building I guess you could say and, and that's what I've been trying to do I mean just use it as an excuse to to grow uh, in whatever ways that I can. I've been using Make it to get good. get back to my roots. Yeah, <laughs> I have been. Got rid of yeah. all of my new games, and I'm playing a lot more Nintendo again. Oh my, my roots. god, <laughs> <laughs> dude! I uh, how did I? How could I not guess that's his, where that was going to go? His new game system was the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I got yeah. rid of that. <laughs> got rid of too, that. Too fancy a garbage. Too updated. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Dude, the Super Nintendo was the first console I, I ever owned, uh, and it was the only thing that we had in the Dunn household for so long. I mean, it's perfect. Uh, oh, it was great. You know, we had like so, we had so many games. Uh, you know, pretty much all all of the classic Super Nintendo games. Uh, didn't get another console until Game the PlayStation Two. Oh. Nope. PlayStation Two. That's, That's what I got. Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and the Nintendo Wii are the, have been the only Nintendo consoles that I've, that I've ever owned. Um, really I love ones. Nintendo games. I just, I just, you know, I, I, I don't really go out and buy consoles. It's so weird. Yeah. I have a PS4. I have, I have an Xbox One. I didn't, I didn't buy either of those. Uh, <laughs> they were, they both just, they both just kind of fell into my lap. Uh, the PS4, uh, you know, our, our, our buddy Brady. Uh, was like moving to live in Africa for three years, and he's like, "You don't need this PS4. It's a Destiny Edition PS4." 
He's like, you, you can you just take it? And I was like, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you go bend my arm. Yeah, right. Uh, and we then spent I countless uh, hours playing PS4 uh, when we shared the apartment playing GTA Online. Man, GTA Five, so so many hours just playing that one that one online mode with like the rocket launchers and the the like the big trucks. I remember, remember we that? compared, yeah, that I can't even remember what it was called, but it was so much fun. But I remember we compared the stats. It was like all of our online, you know, all of the stuff we had done online, the time we had spent, and all of that. And uh, both of us had raced like 100 hours or something crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had we had Maddie playing there by the end of it too. I mean, she was we had three PlayStation Fours hooked up. Yeah, dude. Wow. <laughs> And was, three TVs in our living room for a little bit. That's pretty cute. Yeah. This is, this is in our, you know. I don't think I've played GTA Five for uh, even 30 minutes. Oh, it was so much fun. We we also, we would listen to uh, 12 Golden Country Greats Ween. by Ween. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. We'd just be listening to Ween. And, <laughs> I, gotta, I mean, that. I got a that, story those, to those, tell you. Those two things just go hand in hand in my mind. Like, when I think of. Help GTA me scrape the music I'm, off my brain. Yeah, I don't want to leave you <laughs> on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffy little dog, <laughs> little puppy, <laughs> chews his leg uh, on the porch. <laughs> Why'd you do it, first, Fluffy? <laughs> the first time, the first time that that song played, we were—I think we were living at Third Street, probably yeah. still been. And God, it had to be like—I mean, th- th- I mean, it was—it was probably the first time that we were that you put that record on. And I, I, I just remember, you know, we were already just like sucked into the game, and it was kind of one of those moments where we hadn't been saying anything for a while, just <laughs> playing it, and then all of a sudden that song comes on. It's a fluffy little bird, and I'm just like, dude, what? <laughs> what are we? What in the hell are we listening to right now? <laughs> and you're just like smiling, laughing because you know exactly what we're listening to. Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> Another thing that I would do is put on the Spotify playlist of Spanish covers of popular English songs, and that oh, would yeah, be fun. Great. Yeah, I was in Toro Loco one time, and uh, the Spanish version of Ghostbusters came on. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I um I actually this that's is going back exactly. to the ween. This is going back to ween real quick. I have oh, a, yeah, I have I have an idea and tell me what you think about this idea. So I have a, I have a hallway at my house and this is the first time I ever had a hallway in my house. Usually I live in apartments that don't have hallways. But this yeah, one has a hallway and I'm going to decorate it with ween stuff and call it my Halloween. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you like that? I love that. I love that for every single reason. You okay. mentioned it, it twice it, on the podcast now, so you're going to have I'm to... I'm fishing like, for records. I hope people are like, you want this to be cool, let's send him a ween record. You'll have to post <laughs> uh, pictures of progress as you make it happen. <clears throat> yeah, because ween records are expensive. Yeah. And I, you know... Just print some pictures off on, like, at work on the black and white printer. Put I'm them up. Not doing that. Just white. I'm not trash, dude. Eight and a half by eleven. Dude, get them. Uh, you know, just uh, copy and paste them off of Getty Images, but don't pay for an account, so they'll still have the watermark. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, man. Uh, Jake, yeah, I wanted to give you the opportunity um, mm-hmm. in in uh, a public forum to tell the story about how we met. Um, how we met. Well, it was it, it was kind of like the second meeting i now it's been a while the so, drum, know, my memory is not what it used to be uh regarding now, your I, drum set yeah now okay okay yes 
we just we'll air it, and that way it's done, and uh, we can both move okay, on with our lives. Okay, but here's here's the thing. Okay, and I gotta be. I have to be honest with you about this because this is what's so funny to me about this story. Because almost every time that that you that you bring it up, it's it's almost like I I have to hear you retell it because I. To me, that was just so funny uh, of a situation. Like, like we have, like, uh, like on on opposite ends of it. Like, I feel like you, and this will make more sense once once the story is So Basically, how I remember it is, I did not know Ben very well at this point in time at all, and I had I had left some stuff over at the place where you were living. with some drum stuff, right? Yeah, with Dustin. It was like, yeah, because uh, me and Dustin were were uh, doing some doing some jamming and. I was playing some drums at the time, and uh, what was it like? Um, it was like one of my cymbals that you, yep, that uh, you shred, that you shredded, basically. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it, along the lines of basically, uh, there was a drum set set up in my living room, so I just started playing it, and then <laughs> there was a cymbal that had a, a little crack in it, and I was trying to be real cautious of it. But I played that thing for hours. I mean, I was just sitting there for hours playing and playing and playing. And then I looked and then like the little little cut in the cymbal got a little bit bigger. And then I was like, oh, I wonder if it was that size or if I'm just imagining it. And then I played more and then it just kind of like broke big time. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, and then um, Dustin's little brother, Andrew, was staying there at the time. And Jake came over and I think it was when we had planned to like play some songs or something. Uh, I can't remember, but I think so. Uh, yeah, I think he, so. he came over, and I didn't want to just be like, "Dude, I broke your drum set." So we were just hanging out, and he looked over and saw his cymbals broke. He's like, "Dude, oh, my cymbal!" Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Yeah." Uh, Dustin's brother Andrew was in here playing oh, the drums. Oh my god! And <laughs> and we talked. Sorry, to him. Andrew. Dude. He was so I, mad at Andrew. You, you, I ripped him, dude. I ripped him. <laughs> oh my I god! Dustin's. I mean, so Dustin's little, Dustin's younger brother. Uh, he. I don't. I don't know how old he is exactly, but he's he's you know three or four years younger than we are. <laughs> and I, you know, I was. I. I think I was like a sophomore in college. And you know, so he was still in high school, and I was like, "I'm gonna keep this kid a lesson right now." <laughs> Teach him <laughs> you know, about responsibility and respect for. He's yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about? No, no he didn't say anything. Yeah. Really? He no, just he kept his it. mouth oh. kept his mouth shut, took it, and then I felt bad because Andrew was being, he was totally covering for me, and like he was. And then uh, when Jake, an after we hung man. out and played songs for a while and all that stuff, and Jake was leaving, I was like, "Hey, man, by the way, that was me that broke your symbol." And then Jake was like, "Oh, all right, man." <laughs> he wasn't yeah, mad. Was well, he already got it out. That was hilarious. He already got it <laughs> yeah. out at that point. That's well. Here's the thing: I wasn't upset about the symbol from the get-go. Like it was, <laughs> like it wasn't. It wasn't even a big deal to me at all. So it was literally just like I, I'm just going to I, like if, if anybody's an asshole, it was me because I could have just been like, oh, don't worry about it, Andrew. But I was like, no, I'm going to teach this kid to not mess with stuff. Like, and I, and I love Andrew. It's not like I had it out for Andrew. Right. I just, you know, are you sure he loves you gonna, now? Like, yeah. Yeah. I was just, He's a good I, I was just going to give him the, I was going to give him some tutelage, you know. And, uh, and that's yeah. When Ben, when Ben told me, it was like, no, nah, dude, that was actually me. I was just like, that is so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So now we can talk about current stuff again. Um, 
We we touched on video games a little bit, but what's your favorite game? Ask you this, yeah. What's what's your favorite game? Um, I to be honest, guys, I'm a really big fan of Dark Souls. Really? Uh, Oh my goodness, yes. Like the original, uh, the original Dark Souls. uh, I played that with some buddies of mine in college uh, for hours and hours. And we easily logged, uh, you know, quadruple the amount of hours on Dark Souls One than what me and Ben did playing Grand Theft Auto Five. Dang. Uh, easily. Yeah, dude, we played it so, so much. I probably just because I sucked so hard at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you know, if you know anything about Dark Souls, you know that it's not necessarily a very forgiving game. Yeah. So, like, you have to be, you got to be patient. And, and, like, I was notorious for, you know, just like, beef. I, I would get my guy, you know, real beefy, uh, you know, so you hold all the strong weapons. And then I just, I would just run in and just, it, it, you know, I wouldn't even care. I'd just run, run in and just, you know, blast through dudes. Like a and tank. if I didn't have like, yeah, yeah, but if I didn't have, you know, my buddies there to, you know, actually take care of the, you know, what needed to get done, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I would just pretty much be dead. <laughs> but I, yeah, we played, we play, I, I'm actually working my way through uh, Dark, I'm playing Dark Souls 3 right now uh, for mm. like the second or third time. I uh, so, yeah, played I just, it for the first time a couple months back. I, that was the first time I played a Souls game. Dark Souls 3? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it is hard. It's really cool. Um, I didn't know quite how it was. So like going into it, I thought it was going to be a little bit different. I didn't realize there was so much like RPG element to it. I just thought it was going to be more of like an action kind of game, like a Ninja Gaiden sort of kind of thing. But there's, there's, there's no guidance. Yeah. And (laughs) I, um, I went through and I, I beat the first boss guy. That's because my friend Kane wanted me to play it so bad because he's like, you play all these old games. I want to see what you do with this. And I was able to be yeah. the first boss. It was tough, though. Like, in the very, because I'm like, dude, what the hell? Because I didn't know his attack patterns at all or anything. But right. got used to it and beat him. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm pretty much done with this because I want to play Super Metroid. <laughs> and, and that's yeah. what I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, man. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is about that game. Uh, and the people who enjoy that type of game, uh, you know, I, I don't know what it says about them because it's definitely like, I mean, there are times where I'm playing it and I'm like, is this fun? Like, am I having fun right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like after, after the boss, after I've gotten to a boss level that, that I've like, dude, seriously. So we got back, uh, you know, we got back from this cabin, uh, on like Friday, Friday or Saturday. I can't even remember. Uh, but as soon as we got back, before we left, I was stuck on, on this one box. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to put this down. I'll go on vacation, whatever. I'm not going to think about it. And then when we got back, I had forgotten that I was stuck on that boss. So I get to play. And I'm like, God oh, damn it. I got to beat this boss before I can even do anything else. I'm like, okay. And, dude, it took me, like, two days of just, like, repeatedly, like, getting killed by that boss. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go farm some souls and make my guy a little bit beefier. And then I'm going to go get killed a couple more thousand times. And I just finally beat it this afternoon. And it's hilarious because, my, you know, Maddie, my wife, she got home from work. And, you know, she's like, I'm just going to, like, you know, hang out and, you know, play some games on my phone. I was like, okay, I'm going to play some Dark Souls. So we're just, like, sitting there. And, and, like, normally I'll put some music on. But, like, I was just, like, really, like, I, I, yeah, I had had it with this boss. And I was I was going to do whatever it took in that moment to kill that that's that oh I, I was just there and was he dude, made of sour we cream because i i felt that anger bud dude <laughs> <laughs> no no but it's comparable to what you're talking about exactly 
uh, we're sitting there in total silence and I like, I, I finally killed him and I audibly let out just like a scream of just like total, just, I was so satisfied. I was like, yeah! like, I mean, just a war cry. Of, oh yeah. Satisfied. Oh my and Maddie God. was like, Maddie was like, yeah, you, you doing all right over there? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> Best day of my life. Like I, yeah. Like I had her put her hand on my chest to like feel how like intense my heart was beating. I was like, <laughs> I did not. And I, I had just a sliver of health left too. That's why I was like so intense because I was going to die, but I did it. That's and, awesome. And you, and well, you know, what's funny now I'm already stuck on the next box. <laughs> but you know that, uh, per- perseverance as I like to pronounce it, pays off. <laughs> that that yeah, song yeah, by Hatebreed, Perseverance. <laughs> uh, Jake, have you written anything lately? I, I, I think you posted a new song on Facebook, right? Yeah, that was, um, yeah, uh, again, who knows how long ago that was. I think it was a couple months, uh, a month and a half or so. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I have been writing here and there. It's, it's been a really good opportunity to uh, more so refine some things that I had already previously written because when, before this had all started, I had kind of hoped in my head that we would be back in studio by like yeah, you know spring or at least midsummer i was saying like okay we're because i had already had a, a new batch of songs uh you know ready to roll and i was like okay we're gonna get in there and you know hopefully by you know the fall or the winter we can you know put out you know something else and you know then of course all this happened so i was like huh well i have this whole batch of songs that i think are are good enough to do something with and i was like well i, I don't i don't know like I, I i didn't really necessarily feel this like need to to write anything so i had gotten back to this point in my head where i was like well do i want to write anything like you know, can I, it, it, it was great. It was like, can I, do I want to do this for fun now? <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds. Do you feel weird? Oh my goodness. Yeah. All the time. That's, that's the thing I, I I've been uh, working on some, yeah. Like trying to go in into that elephant head direction for anybody yeah. who, who knows what, what, what you were just referencing. They're there. picking up what uh, I'm putting down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, that's another thing too, because, uh, you know, not to, to give a, a whole, a whole lot away, uh, Ben, how much does, does, does Seth know about what we've been doing with that? Oh, he knows. Yeah? Yeah. So, okay. He knows. I've, I've yeah. actually let him enjoy some of that. Cool. I've cool. Well, well, so, so for anybody else, you know, out there, uh, we, you know, so, El, you know, we're, we're trying to do Elephant Head again, and we got an EP uh, that we recorded out at Amish Electric Chair uh, with Neil Curry. We, we did that, uh, that was back in, like, what, uh, November, was it, Ben? Yeah, it was, it, it was, was a while, while back. Ago. I was, yeah. I was still traveling then. Yeah, um. So yeah, it was it was a while ago, but yeah. So I mean that that you know we've got an EP that's pretty much ready to go. Um, you know, whenever we want to, you know, get it put out there, and and you know we've also you know so who knows what we can we we can do with that project. And then yeah, as far as like Blackbird songs go, uh, you know there was a whole batch of songs that I you know we're, we're hoping we're going to be a record, and and uh, so I was just you know I, I I've just been feeling really satisfied, I guess, as far as what I'm sitting on song wise. Like I think something that I've had a tendency to do in the past has been really eager to just like keep putting songs out and just keep you know you know writing as much as I can and write all the time because that was really how I was getting like the songs that I was getting I was just writing like you know two or three songs a week and maybe I would like only keep you know half of one of them uh you know I mean I I would basically get like one good song at every like 10 to 15 songs that I would try and write so it was more like a volume thing Whereas now I'm just like, I, I want to slow down and put 100% out 
absolute consideration into every single phrase, line, moment. I don't want I don't want to necessarily overthink it, but I I, I want to take better care of of these songs. Yeah, um, it's not like I think I've, I've I've not taken care of of the songs in the past, but you know, like, you, you know, it's like anything. You you Ben, I'm sure you can attest. You go back and listen to stuff you've done in the past, and you kind of go, oh, you know, I wish maybe I would have made this decision here, or Absolutely. maybe we, we could have done maybe we could have done this or that. You know, so. I think what this has given us the opportunity to do is just slow down and really think about, you know, just like I said, every every little detail and not not to be excruciating about it, but to make sure that every single moment has that much, you know, tender love and care in in it so that, you know, the songs are exactly what they what they can be full potential. Yeah, you just single track. That's a really good thing to do right now is to really let those songs breathe because you're not in any hurry mm-hmm. to get get them out there. Um, yeah. You can let them develop. Like normally we do that on the road. Um, sometimes after right. you record it and release it, then then they start to come to their own while you're out performing yeah. them. But this this is allowing you to really hone in what you want to do vocally and uh, lyrically, and then as well as with your guitar, I'm sure and. Uh, the only thing that would make it better is probably just regular playing with the dudes. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's the thing that's been kind of infuriating is if I have, you know, I'll have all these ideas, but again, like I, you know, like I was saying earlier, just that sort of, you know, that that closed communication that we that we all have to deal with right now is, yeah. has been really frustrating. I would I would love more than anything to just you know grab all those guys into a room and, and be like, look at all, like let's you know brainstorm all these ideas. Let's just talk. That's why, like I said, when we all finally got together. A couple weeks ago, we just talked for, you know, a good couple of hours uh, about so many different things. Uh, but once, you know, now that, you know, once, once we start getting back together again and now that we've all kind of had some time to catch up as friends and people, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to having the conversation uh, revolve around, you know, every single one of these songs. Yeah. You know, in the past, we, uh, like, <laughs> we, you know, with, uh, with our first couple records, uh, you know, we didn't, like we, I won't say that we we jumped the gun with anything, but it was like we were just like I said, we were so excited to get stuff out there that we were kind of learn. There were some of the songs that we learned that we had. I was I was teaching the guys in, in the studio. Like there are two or three that I know for sure that we, uh, you know, like the first time that I think I had shown them was was you know not the day we were recording them, but like you know the first couple of days of of us you know getting things set up to yeah. record. So. So it was, you know, that there, there can be good things and bad things from that. You know, maybe Absolutely. like, you know, you know, you get a special moment and that's what it'll be. But, you know, also, you, you know, you're not going to know what that song is going to turn into a couple months from now. Exactly. So so now, yeah, it's just a good opportunity to just take it easy and see see what these suckers turn into. And, and I, I, I have zero expectations. That's another thing, too. Like, I have, uh, you know, I, I don't have... Uh, I mean, I obviously want them to be good, but I mean, what I mean by expectations is like, like sonically as far, you know, like where, what they're going to sound like and, and what the, what it's going to become. Yeah. Know, I, I have no idea. I just, I want to leave that up to, you know, that's what I want to be completely natural about all of it. Just whatever, whatever happens, happens. And, and, and I'm looking forward to that because we haven't done it that way in the past. Yeah, that's, that's great. I'm excited to hear that and uh, see, see where it goes to because I, I like what you've done in the past, but uh, anytime you take a new approach, uh, it's always going to have an effect, and I want to hear what it is. So, um, well, me, me and you both, man, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you have always uh, also been a, a gifted artist as far as physical media goes and, and graphic design well, and things like that. 
Uh, have you got anything going on there? Have you been doing much graphic design? I know you've done some painting and things like that and illustrating, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's another thing. I've, I've been making some time to to do some painting um, and just kind of yeah, like just exhaust some different creative outlets. Uh, you know, uh, drawing and, and and you know writing, uh, not for the sense of just like you know. Uh, you know, I won't. I won't say just like poems, but I mean, kind of. I guess uh, you know, just anything that you know. I think might potentially evolve into you know something I could turn into a song. But uh, like, yeah, I mean, as far as design stuff goes, I've, I've done a little bit of work. I recently had the pleasure of uh, doing a logo for a gentleman named Nolan Taylor, okay. uh, who's out of Kentucky, who uh, is really, really great. You guys should check him out. Uh, and um, I was really happy with uh, to be able to do some work for him. Um, Mostly, I, I do that. It's, it's. I, I've been doing a lot of design work just for fun, uh, uh, just creating things. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always making like random, you know, like t-shirt designs for for the band or or just for for nothing in in particular, just something you know to just do for fun. And I, I just have like backpiled all of these just ridiculous, uh, you know, designs that you should uh, uh, you know, publish it as an, as your art book. Um, just publish it. All of them. That would that would be that would be an interesting idea. I I've, I actually I went through and I was like looking back through, uh, you know, like sketchbooks that I've had in the past this past year, the past couple months, and like the previous past couple years, and I like there were things that I'd completely forgotten about. And I was like, oh man, I should I, like I, I nobody's ever even seen this. Hell, I, I even forgot it existed. Maybe I should put it on the internet. But then I'm like, ah, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, um. My friend uh, Garrett, that drew uh, a, a logo for us, um, he he draws really well, and it's like this really like like late '80s, early '90s, like punk style of drawing. I don't know if you if you understand what I'm talking like. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like no, Rancid I do. Or whatever uh, and shit like that. But yeah. I told him I was like, dude, have have you ever just thought about drawing like just kind of like punk style imagery and stuff and just releasing a color book for kids like a punk coloring book and he was like i have not thought about that i'm like dude like how you draw would be so fun for kids it would be to great color, to color. yeah yeah and i'm like you know have it like a dude with a mohawk with a pbr smash beside him on the ground you know and have a kid call yeah, that dude. in dude <laughs> first of all Seth, you are an idea man uh you are just chock full of great ideas I uh, like to think one. so too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, he's the yeah, Ka- Kanye awesome. of the group. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, that reminds me of uh, uh, you know Cutler Station. They 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 had a I, I have a coloring book that they uh, oh were, yeah. they they were I can't remember if they were giving them out or if they were selling them at shows, but I uh, and, and they they also have like uh, uh, I actually have one of them hanging on my wall. You know, just like black and white uh, posters. That you can color, you know, yourself if you want to. They're right just, there, like, different. Like, yeah, I don't know those guys very awesome. well, but I feel like it, we would, would be best friends. You would literally. They are the best. I mean, uh, I talked to John, yeah, I guess, but yeah, I don't. I still don't know yeah. him that well, but yeah, I feel like me and him would uh, probably get married. He's already yeah, married. Yeah, you would. Well, you know what? But, Dewey Cox got married twice. <laughs> <laughs> it would be it'd be a mind marriage. It'd be a marriage, yeah. a mutual marriage, a soul mind. bond. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, no, he. They're they're all they're all great. Uh, I just I love those guys so much. I agree. Uh, and and John John, uh, um, I think it, I think it's John. 
to whoever which way it might it might be Curry. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I can't remember. To whoever to whichever one of them does their uh, design and, and promotional stuff, they just knock it out of the park every time. I oh, love yeah. all of, I love all of their stuff. Like I have a really bad habit of of like feeling like uh, immediate like just like a little nagging bit of jealousy when I when I see like ideas that I wish I would have thought of uh-huh. it's like every time I see something that those guys put out I'm like oh my god I love that so much I hate myself for it like yeah. I wish I would have thought of that <laughs> definitely definitely are we we gave them mad props uh for their promo work it's incredible and I told John he should just get into that for a living would be a great thing he could help out lots of regional bands oh yeah, yeah for if sure. he would just quit being yeah. so selfish <laughs> he's like yeah, just give really selfless very very selfless dude they're all so they, they all are they're all very generous kind of individual well um as far as your graphic design stuff are you uh are you trying to take on some more jobs do you want to put that out there um i i i take on things here and there um i i will say uh for for right now I, i'm 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 gonna take things very slow uh because school is is going to be resuming uh, I, I will have to go back on the 24th uh, will be my first day going back to school. And I have absolutely no idea how all that's going to go down. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I have a tentative idea. You know, we, we, you know, we, we have a plan, you know, they've told us what, uh, I won't say we, they have a plan. They've told us what, <laughs> what, what's going to be going on. But, uh, uh, you know, it'll, it'll just be a lot of uh, uh, different, uh, different type of preparing for this year. You know, this is only my third year teaching. So yeah. I, you know, it's 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 funny because for all the reasons why I wish that we could go back to school under normal circumstances, uh, one of them definitely is is because this year was going to be the first year that I was just fully com- like like actually prepared for for what I was going to do. Like, I, I, not that I haven't been prepared, but confidently prepared. Like, I was yeah. like, okay, I've had two years, you know, two full years under my belt. This year, I know what I'm. I know exactly what I'm doing. And and it was like, nope, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, big, no one does. <laughs> big old curveball. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, the, the design stuff is, is probably going to have to, to go on hold uh, gotcha. until some type of normalcy resumes uh, with, with, with school life. And, and we'll just, you know, we'll just kind of have to see how that, that all goes down. Absolutely. Well, we are uh, pushing the boundaries of the constraints we know as time and the uh, construct, cool. the construct, well, but well, that's uh, unfortunate because I really, really enjoyed talking to you about. Oh, it's it's been uh-huh. a lot of fun, but we do want to give you the opportunity to say anything that you want about Limp Biscuits, chocolate starfish, and a hot dog flavored water. Yeah, that's it. That's all you. That's all you get to talk the only about. Topic <laughs> that's been approved uh, by our publicist for yeah. your closing statement. So. so you have to just give your opinion on that album. Oh my gosh, guys! No, you can, right you can, now. you can, you <laughs> can. <laughs> complete uh complete liberty here you can say whatever you want if there's any message you want to convey to your fans uh our listeners um you know joe and yeah tim dunn yeah uh you know i just tell everybody to just keep on hanging on you know uh there's there's no reason you know i think one thing i have to remind myself every day is as much as uh as much as you think that you you, you know everything you, you don't really know as much as what you think you know so the best thing that you can do is just, you know, uh, you know just kind of, yeah, just go, just exactly, you know, just, you know, go, go with what your heart tells you to do. And, uh, I think that is one thing that we should all be doing right now is taking advantage of the time to become a little bit more self-aware and to really yeah. look inside of our, our own selves and, 
and just say, you know, you know, who, who exactly are we, and and, and what what good am I going to do for my for my friends and my neighbors? So so just just hang in there, you know. I think things are gonna we're gonna come out on a really good positive end on this. You know, we're all you know, everybody's getting. I think every a lot of people are making music again. Everybody's getting the creative bug, and and you know, when all's said and done, you know, we're all going to be out there loving each other again. So hang in there. Hang in there, like that little cat poster. Yep. <laughs> exactly. You know, you just look up at it and you and you're like, oh, and well, then things you get know better. he's gonna fall. You know, <laughs> eventually. That's it, how I always took it. It's Hang more like the the picture of the frog in the pelican's mouth with his arm out, choking the pelican. Exactly. Never yeah. give up. I've never seen that. And then ever at the bottom of oh, it. Oh man, I need to see. And then that. under that it says, "Never say never." Never. Never say never. <laughs> and then under that, <laughs> there's a Bowser on a surfboard with a weed leaf tattoo on his arm. <laughs> All right, Jake. Thank you right. so much, man. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys it. for having me. Oh, not a problem. Absolutely. Um, and check out your Spotify, Apple Music, yeah, um, all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um, there, there, there's going to be black, more Blackbird stuff. Uh, on the horizon, uh, you know, and of course, elephant head stuff. But uh, you know, there might actually be a uh, uh, you know blackbirds, a couple blackbirds uh, music videos that might be coming out here real Ooh. soon. Uh, so, yeah, you know, so maybe check that out or or be on the be on, uh, on the lookout for those. Hell yeah! Well, yeah. All right, man. We'll we'll make sure to share that stuff because we want people to check out. You know, everybody that we feature on here, we try to do our best and share everything and, and do our part because that, that's why we do this. We, we, we want to help our it, brothers. Man. We appreciate it. Oh, yep, absolutely. We, it, goes, it goes so far. It goes so far. I've got four words for you. Hopefully this will be a thing one day. This is the, that was way more than four this words. Is, hold on. That was Seth. so many words. Be patient. <laughs> so that, like 16 words. <laughs> yeah. Dirt Poor Podfest. Are you in? hundred percent. Okay, we're gonna do it one day when it's safe. But you know, we're gonna yeah. have to have like a sour cream eating contest. Oh there. my god. Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. Yeah. Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Sa- yeah. Sour cream, uh, you have to eat as much sour cream as you can while uh, uh, speed playing through Dark Souls on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get backstage VIP access to the Jake Dunn and the Blackbird show. Oh damn. That's, that's all you gotta sweet. do to get it. That's yeah, right. just eat yep. a gallon of sour cream in the boiling sun. <laughs> All right. Well, I, 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 before we do go, Jake, we just rub it in his face how much you like sour cream. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. So good. Yeah. Yeah. You and, know, you always do. You know, you know how they say a dollop will do you. Not uh, necessarily true. A couple, a couple dollops will typically do you better. Yeah, it's it, taking everything I got not to just end this Zoom meeting right now, bud. That's why, you know, I was trying to explain to him earlier. He's talking all this hate and spewing all this hate. I was like, even on the post where everyone, it was a love react for sour cream, but an angry react for not liking sour cream. So I took that as, you know, they don't offer a thumbs down. There's no thumbs down and thumbs up. Well, there's the like. Positive and negative. Oh, my. You're on the negative side of this. I am not. You are hating sour cream where I am loving it. I'm not hurting anybody with the way I live my life. Look, you need to take all of that hot, hot, negative energy and cool it down with, with some sweet love and sour cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just a dollop even. It'll do you. Just a dollop. No, thank it'll you. It'll just chill. It'll just cool the burn. Yep. Put it in your chili. <laughs> you are the, you the weakest care. link, bud. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Take care. Love you too, man. Love you too, man.
Bye bye. That was old Jake Dunn. That was him. It, he's he's a good dude. Oh, I love him. I I want to. I think that, I don't remember exactly the first time I met him, but I remember it was through you, and we were instantly best friends. He's just a good dude, and and it's impossible not to love the guy. Yeah. If you got problems with Jake Dunn, then you got problems with the Dirt Poor Podcast. Yeah. If you don't like him, you can get the fuck out. If you'd like to join the Dirt Poor Podcast crew for capable people. That's what we're calling it. What's the acronym? What is it? Dirt Poor Podcast Crew for Capable People. DP. Or is it of Capable People? I don't know. Uh, we're going to have to think about it. But if you want to join that, uh, mail $40 to Rowdy Smokehouse and tell him to give it to us. Yep. That's all you got to do. Yep. Mail it to him. You're part of the street team. It well, is totally safe. Let's get safe. a street team together. Totally safe to mail cash. Always mail cash. Always mail cash. Mailmen sometimes will rip the envelope on accident, and then they'll be able to go home and buy, like, another gallon of ice cream because you know, your $40 is in there. I don't think they'd do that. I trust the mail people. You know, I think they'd rip it, and they'd be like, oh, my God, I need to get this money to where it needs to go immediately. They they really want to get everybody's stuff delivered. You, you hear about that right now, what's going on? Oh, yeah. It's insane. Yeah, dude. It's insane. There's just mail piled up that they can't do anything about. They're told... At the end of their shift, just leave it. Just go home. We're we're not we're not going to do this because we don't have the we we're not giving you the funding. We're not giving you the permission because we can't pay you. They can though. Oh, it, I know they can. It's it's, it's not them. It's it's higher. But we're not going to be that podcast to, that brings in politics. Oh man! Except for sometimes. Do you know the worst kind of ticks are politics? That's true. Little Paul Abdul ticks. Oh, they were. They're just always hammered and falling off the stool, judging yeah. American Idol. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I think this is it. Yeah. Right, we'll wrap this up. We're, we got a song called Sins to Come by Jake Down and the Blackbirds. We forgot to talk about JD and the Firehawks, but that's, oh, yeah. we'll save that for next time. Yeah, he'll hear it, and he'll be like, dang it, darn. All right. Well, uh, for this week, I am the Dirt Poor Troubadour Ben Davis Jr. And I am the whimsical Seth Colmer. It's been real, guys. Love you. Working on a chain gang down in Mobile, Alabama Doing time for things I did not do they say I killed my brother down in Lake Charles, Louisiana But I swear to God it isn't true
Could hear that fan. It was hot yesterday. Hot out today. <laughs> Going to be hot out today. Am I in here? Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is he on there? You there, Jake? I can hear. I can hear. I can hear you. Is that you, Ben? I yeah. I could see your little thing on there. <laughs> God damn it! We're, I was going to try to play a prank on you. I can't do it. That, we like. We. I, I don't think he's there. I don't think he's there. And just you're like, I can hear you. <laughs> ben can't do it. I can't do it. You said you saw my little thing on there. I thought you were making a wiener joke. <laughs> no. Uh, no the, he's like, oh, you can see me. The little <laughs> microphone. <laughs> the little microphone lights up. See, funny, that's what I was referring to. Funny thing is. The first thing I heard as soon as I joined in was one of you guys. I think it was you, Seth. 
You just see running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Does everything sound good on your end? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have my air conditioning on in my living room. Is that? No, we can't, that? Is that... we can't hear it, so you're all right. Okay, cool. Stand yeah, a little um... closer to it. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my audio for you guys is just um yeah you guys just sound like the slightest bit muddy but i mean i can hear you just fine okay it's probably it's probably just my headphones or something but oh my God, as long as everything this, sounds hope it doesn't sound like mud uh, on the on the podcast Ooh. yeah yeah i can uh ben i can hear you uh a little bit more clearly than i can hear Seth. but i can still hear you guys both just fine okay should uh, i speak louder <laughs> yeah, that was great, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. the second time was actually even even better. So I great. <laughs> yeah, dude, right there. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. Whatever decibel level you were just at, what it's gonna have to be. 